from Robert. Pretty interesting stuff. You're on a roll here this morning, so where, I think we've already covered it. Where do you think we should live? Well, I, I can't tell you where you should live, but probably sent this in and a few minutes ago before I start talking about it. No, I, I think, you know, you just find a state that that's reasonably sane. <laughs> They're all crazy. You know, even DeSantis and our governor, um, Abbott, they're all crazy. And they're politicians. They have to be crazy. But, you know, DeSantis is pretty cool and and um, Abbott guy, he's pretty cool. Doing some good stuff with the border. And they've got some very good people in, in, in power, believe it or not, in, in Oklahoma. It's a nice state. You get some land pretty cheaply. Oklahoma, Tennessee, even now Louisiana, I think. They're, they're on top of their game. It used to be a real woke state, and they're coming around. They're smelling the, they're smelling the coffee. Then, of course, out west, Idaho, Montana. You know, some real patriots out there, Second Amendment people. They're not going to let Washington trample all over them. They're just not going to do it. So just go there. Find some land, maybe. Five acres and homesteaded, baby. <laughs> Get off the grid and uh, figure out a way how to how to make a living. Hmm. Oh boy, I know. It's a trip. Jimmy writes in, I love these shows with Tom Luongo. Thanks. You bet. We love having Tom on. He's a trip. Okay. Here's a good one. This is from Janet. I work for a government agency that maps the precise size and shape of the earth. Oh, okay. Well, then you probably know. It's also not a perfect spheroid. It is squooshed in at the poles at about 33 miles. The Earth is more akin to a potato than a sphere. All of your roads, airports, housing developments, etc. tie off of our markers. In fact, surveyors are required to use four satellites to set any new markers in the ground, and we have scores and scores of passive markers all across the U.S., okay? along with cores, continuously operating reference stations that take measurements of latitude, longitude, and most important, elevation. Flat earthers think that the Earth is relatively flat, but they rarely talk about how flat or non-flat they think it is. Sure, there's elevations, there's mountains. They were flat, and with our GPS devices, we would see every possible satellite that there is, but we don't because it isn't flat, and is also not a perfect spheroid, but an ellipsoid, it's flat. So if you work for a government agency, am I going to believe you? Sorry. It's flat. What to tell you? Mountains, elevations. 
you know, the whole satellite thing is just a real trip. Um, Elon Musk is a real globalist, in my opinion. He puts himself out as, I need more water. He's putting himself out as one of the good guys and, um, you know, going to buy Twitter and open up the internet. Well, that deal's not happening. I think he's, he's just a real globalist, uh, ego, egotist like the rest of them. All this stuff with SpaceX and um, his satellite thing. What's it called? Um, what's it called? I had it right there. Starlink. He's doing a pretty cool thing. He is uh, putting um, satellites up, but they're on balloons. He's not shooting that bomb on rockets. Just not. You can't circle a flat plane. So he is so... um, so globalist that he's just, you know, he's running with this whole launching satellites. So far, 2,500 Starlink satellites in orbit. They're just in lower Earth orbit. So, kind of, sort of, they're just in lower Earth orbit. You can't circle around. They're just up there. And the reason he has to put in so many, so many, is because they're pretty stationary and they only cover a certain area. If you look at a, think about a satellite up on, um, in a lower Earth orbit, which is all you can do, and then it kind of spans down like this, covering a certain area. So he's, he's clicking off certain areas around the country by putting up these satellites on helium balloons. He's not shooting up a rocket every time he does satellites. He's going to have 42,000 satellites. Why on God's green earth would you need 42,000 satellites and this alleged going around the the earth? 42,000. The only reason you need that many because the flat earth covers a huge amount of area and you have to have them like this, covering every place. And that's why they're doing it piece by piece. He just now is coming to Texas. Why wouldn't a satellite circling the earth six months ago be able to do Texas too? It's so obvious. But it's very smart. At 110 bucks a person, getting the Starlink upload on the internet. He's already going to be doing about $500 million a year just from 100 bucks a pop. And he'll get the whole world to do it. It's a great idea. But he's not going to tell you that he's just putting balloons up there. See, he calls them satellites, but that doesn't mean they're, 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 uh, they're shot with up there with a rocket because they're not. 
You know how many satellites he'd be, how many rockets he'd be shooting up? Now what he's also doing, which is pretty cool, he's doing SpaceX Starships that are going to be delivering 56 tons of cargo in lower Earth orbit to go from like to Europe. Smart. They don't have to go to deep space to do that. Just lower Earth orbit. So he's a smart guy. He's in with the, the boys, the bankers, the CIA, the NSA. Uh, he's in with them all. And they're all going to be running with this whole space thing together. And he's going to help them keep the, uh, you know, keep the, keep the lie going about space. And they'll say that they're going to go out into deep space. There's no deep space. Speaking of that, you want to see something really trippy? Let me take this email over. Okay, so this, you've heard of the James Webb Telescope. This uh, supposedly, theoretically, um, took over from the Hubble. That really never did much of anything because we never saw any real pictures from Hubble. We just saw computer-generated images. That's all we saw. You know, all the pictures of the planets and, you know, all that stuff. They're all computer. They're not real pictures. They're just not. You can get, you can get, uh, see videos of people that take these images theoretically from Hubble and they can do these programs which we have one on our Facebook thing on this picture um, and they can prove to you that they're Photoshop and computer. They're just made up. Proved to you. I mean, the images are there. You, you can dig into the, the guts of the images, and they're there. Of course, most people won't do it because they just believe what they see on TV. Oh no, they're in space. Now, look at this image. Now, you tell me if you think this is real. I mean, you're... They claim it looks like this because it's stronger, more HD. It's like, it's, it, this is a real pictures, boy. Can you imagine? I've never seen anything more unreal in my life. And this is the picture that they've been floating around the world of some of the first images from the James Webb Telescope. Steven Spielberg and George Lucas would be proud. Amazing. We humans are getting to be so stupid that they, they're going to take folks into a place where George Orwell, my goodness,
never even thought about going. Yep. That's what they want to do. So if you want to go there with them, let me know how that works out. And boy, when you have the media, look at this imp. You tell me that's real? That's a real photo? But you know, when you watch enough movies, I guess you just you believe about anything. Um, <laughs> uh, I watched uh, a movie with... Um, Ryan Gosling called First Man last night. I just wanted to see what it was about and how they did it. It was a good movie. I mean, it was well done. They had a lot of good drama in there and and he was the first man, Neil Armstrong. Of course, when you know that the whole thing is based on a on a lie, it, it takes a lot of the, you know, the good stuff out of uh, watching a movie like this when you know it's just made up. But, you know, most people don't believe that and they think we really went to the moon, which we did not. Um, but, you know, it was still kind of fun to watch it. Just uh, from a pure, you know, pure uh, screenwriting. Um, idea. Bruce writes in, I've been doing and recommending the Pad Jing slapping. Yeah, you know, I've been doing more of that too. And listening to Sally, Oh, Sally Norton on the um, oxalate things. It occurs to me that doing the padalizing slapping is what is bringing the Shah to the surface, which I now think it is only toxins, maybe the oxalates speaks about, which is also blocking and clogging the meridians. Yeah, I think you're right. And now I'm not sure that they're oxalates uh, per se, Bruce, but there's no doubt that um, Shah, and uh, yeah, so I pulled out my little, my, that's so interesting, you mentioned around the same wavelength, I pull out my little um, platform thing, it's like a exercise bench that I took everything off except the X, and you lay there, and you can put one foot up, you know, on a pole, and then you just slap, just slap the bejesus out of every parts of your body, and if you do it long enough, this, um, these toxins come up. They come up to the surface and they call this SHA, S-H-A. And this SHA blocks the, the flow of the meridians and can be doing all kinds of things um, when we have these toxins that are not coming out. So good work. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. Yeah, I think you are. Because in the video, oh, she, he sent me a video, she talks about slapping the feet and it's helping people with insomnia. You know, oh, you know, that's interesting. Maybe I'll start working on that on the feet. Maybe that's what's uh, uh, blocking the, the uh, energy systems. Oh, oh, thanks. I'll start working on that. Slap the bejeevers out of my feet. Isn't that fun? 
And what's cool about it is, is that we learned about this Pada Lai Jing, what, um, three, four years, five years ago. Isn't it how fun how these, um, these things come to us way before we need them? And we do them for a while, and we say, well, maybe, maybe so. And I just kind of fell off the bandwagon with them. But now maybe we'll bring them back because we know about them. somebody commenting on Lynn August, the Rivici, the Rivici lady. You know the Rivici lady? Oh, this guy's not being nice. Um, proponent of fats. She sounded spaced out, thoughts flipping around, unfocused. Plant-based does that. It's tough to get the cholesterol and saturated fats necessary to stay grounded and focus, couldn't stay with the entire show, sorry. Huh. She's eating fats, you didn't listen carefully, you're the one that's spaced out, dude. She talked about fats and lipids and she's eating plenty. So she's a vegetarian. Sorry to be so snarky, but you didn't listen very carefully. Sometimes I wonder about people. Hmm. Oftentimes wonder. How's it going with your heavy meat diet? Thanks for the show. Uh, pretty well. Um, you know, I like it. Uh, you know, it feels good. Um, have a lot of energy. Plenty of juice to, to work on my, my writing and, and doing the shows. Um, uh, sleeping's about the same. Not much improvement there yet. But I, I think with this new uh, discovery on the, on the whole subconscious kind of band, that's kind of going on with me and all of us uh, as I dig into that. You know, I think there couldn't, uh, you know, that could be the, that could be the deal. You know, that's maybe it has taken me all these years to get to that. Isn't that crazy? How it could take years to, you know, you just kind of notch up to, well, it's this, you know, look at this and look at this. Whoa, could this be it? And you know, that, that's really a, a strong argument too and why uh, folks who, who are 
taking pills to go to sleep. And and I I understand it. Some people, you know, you get so you get so exhausted uh, that you just can't even function. And I've been able to function just because I can, and I'm in good shape, and exercise, and do good things, and eat eat the right food. Um, but most folks can't, and they they've got kids, and God love them, and they're dealing with you know the matrix, and so they just do you know they do. They do sleeping pills and stuff to to go to sleep and and you know if it works and helps you get through the night, what are you gonna do? You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not against those things. I mean, if people need it just to survive. Well, then they do it. But you know, from talking from a perspective that you and I do with trying to bring awareness to what's really going on, which is what our job is here on Earth, right? is to to dig into it. And I am very uh, grateful that I have the wherewithal and the energy and the interest and the focus to dig into it and not, you know, doing sleeping pills, which I I would never do, just because it's just going to cover up what you're trying to learn, which is, right, the same, the same drill with um, um, all kinds of, pharmaceutical medicines that they want us to take, every bit of them, right? Every bit of them. Every bit of them. Whether it be high blood pressure or hmm, whatever, you know, you know them all. Every bit of them. Let me pull up this one thing. Huh. I don't know why that's not working. It just covers it up, and then it gets worse. So, you know, they give people all this stuff. You know, you know where I'm going with that. So I encourage you not to take these prescription medicines if you can deal with it. Try to figure it out on your own. So we're here to help you do that any way we can. This is a pretty big story. Uh, you won't hear about it, but um, wow! The House just passed an eight hundred and fifty billion dollar defense spending bill. Eight hundred and fifty billion—that's almost a trillion dollars. Wow! What do they do with all this money? Just piss it away. <laughs> send the, send the, the stuff to Ukraine. 
get out of every country. Just get out. Bring them home. What are we doing? Korea, Iraq, Iran, not Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, everywhere. Everywhere. What are we doing there? What is the United States doing there? You think being over there has really helped the uh, protecting our national interests, like the, the price of the price of oil, a gas five dollar. The whole thing is just ludicrous. Eight hundred fifty billion. You could cut that by two thirds. Bring them all home. If you want to put just people, put people on the border. If you want, nobody's going to invade us. We got enough nuclear weapons and nobody's going to attack us, so we're done. We're done. You think Russia's going to just start lobbying nuclear weapons or China at us just because they don't like us with everything that we've got? They know the whole thing would just turn into a trash heap. I don't know. It's just amazing to me that this earth is so dysfunctional. That governments are dysfunctional. I, I don't know how we even got here. Well, we're going to be around to see how it all plays out, baby. Because we don't have a choice. Do we? We, we don't even have a choice. <laughs> it's not like we can just leave the earth plane now. I mean, we could. But you don't want to do that, Right? Yeah, cutting your life short on your own is not advisable. They call that suicide. That's not a good thing. That's no, no, no. Why do you say that? Well, I mean, it's not a good thing because what you're essentially doing, the people that do that, and there's more and more people that do that, never mind when you get Hillary. <laughs> Sorry, I won't do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't want to do that. Because you're essentially telling God, I know that you, you gave me this life, and I know that you've done that, but and I was put here so I could learn the ropes. I could learn that I'm a spiritual being. This is why I was put here. But I am just going to cut it short because I don't want to deal with it anymore. You know how that ends, right? And what you'd have to deal with on the other side. I don't choose, to, I don't know, but I can only imagine. I'm going to put this picture up. I don't know what happened to our picture of our hydrogen machine. I just don't know. I don't know where it went. My computer ate it. But anyway, here's George and uh, Dr. Levy to tell you about hydrogen if you want to get one. 20% off, by the way. Previously, with the highly credentialed Dr. Thomas Levy, he argues because the literature shows that oxidation is the cause of disease. But the whole point is the location, 
the concentration, the duration, the distribution of oxidized biomolecules determines 100% of all diseases. And so that's why I say oxidative stress doesn't cause disease. Oxidation is disease. Is disease. If there's no oxidized biomolecules, you don't have a toxin. The toxic effect is oxidation of biomolecules. That's the entirety of it. And by the grace of God, several months ago, George Wiseman said this about hydrogen. Hydrogen is the world's best antioxidant by a long shot. Hmm. First of all, it's 700 times uh, smaller than something like uh, CoQ10, 400 times smaller than vitamin C, things like that. So it can literally go, the hydrogen molecule can literally go through everything in your body and go right into the very DNA and repair it. So now it makes sense why George was able to say this back in August 2019 with such conviction. The body accepts that gas and uses it to heal everything. It's like the fountain of youth. It's a, astonishing the amount of ailments. In fact, in scientific studies, and they have over a thousand scientific studies now, they are showing that it either helps the body heal directly or indirectly from virtually every ailment that ails any water-based life form. Okay, I'm sold. And I was able to get one a couple of months ago, thanks to your support. It's called the AquaCure Hydrogen Machine. Breathe the gas and bubble the water. There's a promo code one radio for 10% discount. I think a great investment. Well, you, you just, well, here's a talk show, dude. What do you know? It's a 20%, 20% discount. 20% discount. Use promo code one radio on oneradionetwork.com. I've been uh, fortunate enough to have my machine for, I think we're working on, what, three years next month. Isn't that crazy? Now, I breathe it a lot. I do, because I'm downstairs working on writing projects, and so it's right there, and I have a cannula, and I do my my exercises, I hang on my bora, you know, and, and do yoga uh, while I'm doing it. Or if I watch a film at night sometimes, I can breathe it then. So I'm always breathing it, and I think this is uh, another reason why I, you know, I just haven't experienced much of any of any kind of detoxification from these alleged, and I'm still using that term because the jury's out on these things called oxalates. I mean, I, I, yeah, and the science is there. They're there. But uh, whether or not they've been affecting me eating all veggies uh, for the last, what, 70 years, I don't know. I don't know. But um, many of the people in the carnivore crowd, crowds, people, peoples, they, um, they say, well, you got to be careful because once you get off oxalates, which I have pretty much, 100%, well, not 100%, but for the most part, that you will be feeling some real detoxing effects from the oxalate leaving your body. But I just haven't. You know, I just haven't. So I don't know. You know, maybe the hydrogen has been a, a part and parcel of uh, taking care of those and helping me to, to, um, to um, as an antioxidant, deal with the oxidative stress caused by toxins, oxalates. So that's really the key, that any toxin um, 
has a different charge than the cell and creates oxidative stress. Oxidized by a molecule, that's what it does. And we think this is really the cause of all diseases and more and more um, people are talking about it and then the body builds up and is just a detoxification process. And fascinating, right? So simple. So cancer, the body's detoxifying from from damaged tissue, right? Heart disease, everything. It's a detoxification process. Not that we caught something. And when we when we um, flesh out um, disease in those terms, it's so much more fun to think about because then when you get the flu or a cold or cancer or whatever, the body's just dealing with it. So I don't do medical advice, but if I were, I would say if the body is <laughs> is is presenting some little tumors and all that for you, it means that you're you're dealing with it. Your body's getting rid of it. Not that some cancer is trying to eat you up. Just the opposite. It's fun to look at it like that, isn't it? Because I think it's the real way to do Again, I don't do medical advice. You know, I could be totally wrong, but I don't think I am. One quick reminder on the, then we'll go back. If you want to join us, we'll stick around for a few more minutes. 888-663-6386. Email patrick1radionetwork.com. Quick thing for um, Omico Organics. Check it out on this is the all-time best shower filter ever. Water it's filter on our website, omicoorganics.com. And you can get this shower filter, and you will Oops. be pleased work? Oh. at the gunky stuff it takes out of your wire. And... My stomach's starting to make noise. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is one radionetwork.com. Wrong thing. Got it. Okay. Sometimes my mouse attacks me. If you'd like to get a a nice little unit in your home called the uh, EMF Protection Device Blue Shield, it's on our website on Blue Shield. And, uh, yeah, you got it. Put one in your home. It works on the cells in the body. I think you'll do a lot better with... uh... Now, we don't recommend Wi-Fi, but if you got it in there, you definitely want one of these guys. And maybe your kids, you just got to have Wi-Fi or they'll leave home. Might be good if they left home. Just kidding. So you can get the Blue Shield... A device, it's a little cube, and then you can also get one of these guys and you carry this puppy in your purse or pocket. When you go into the city and get exposed to all those nasty 5G things, this will help you. Help the process. So there you have it. Okay, it's just almost noon. Take a few more emails. But if you want to join us, now's the time to do it. This is from Phil. Hi, Phil. Um, does Eckenkar talk about 
the world being an illusion, I followed a course in miracles for several years, on and off, and it considers the ego and the physical world is ultimately an illusion. If this is true, couldn't it be that for some people the earth is flat and for others the earth is not flat? Does it have to be one or the other? Yeah, it's a good point. Um, yeah. Whatever we believe to be true is the way it is. So I suspect um, that if one believes that the earth is spinning around the sun, um, then for them it is. Yeah, I mean, all... This guy's a great question. All of, all of physical... I got really dry there. <clears throat> now, let me say I'm not a spokesman for Akinkar, or um, and a lot of the outer works that's being talked about today, they don't dig into this stuff. The the Libyanak master, he he just helps people to have a better, happier life um, by doing their spiritual exercises because it's a real personal exploration. But the ancient texts and some of the older books uh, and some of the things I've learned on the inner, they get into these more esoteric ideas. But the outer works of Akankar now, um, they, don't, they don't talk about this stuff. Because it's just, it's, uh, the, the living act master is smart enough to know that um, he's going at it a different way. Where he just tells stories, talks about people uh, understanding that they're they're one with spirit, and that you know this kind of stuff, but doesn't get into this more esoteric stuff. A lot of the older texts do, and the uh, for sure. So, yeah, to your point, and it's a really good point. Everything in the lower worlds, we talked about, you know, we've talked often about physical, the physical plane, right? Which is Earth. Earth is the physical plane. Earth is the center of the universe in the physical plane. And the astral plane, and the mental plane, the causal plane, and the etheric plane or the subconscious plane that we talked about earlier. These are all in the lower worlds and these are all part of energy, space, space, energy, and, um, well, oh, matter, matter, energy, space, and time. So if you have space, you have to have time even though it's an illusion, because if you have space, then you have things that are separ separated, right? Space, the moon, the sun, then you have to have 
time because you imagine that they're separate. So you have time to travel from here to there. But it's all an illusion, to your point. Yeah, it's all made up. It's all just a dream. Uh, so everything in the lower worlds is an illusion. Maya. That's right. I don't know what uh, Course of Miracles talked about. But so, yeah, the ego is an illusion. Right? The, the image that I have of Patrick talk show host, Italian, have his body for so many years, doing this, and you want to do it. That's all, that's all an illusion, but this is just a persona that I have to deal with having a relationship with you, in which your uh, ego is an illusion as well. And so you and I can communicate back and forth with the words and writing, but it is an illusion and we can be friends and hang out and do things together. But when we, when our body dies, uh, the only thing that is remaining is soul, which is the true self, who we really are. And why we talk a lot about trying to operate from that perspective so we can uh, have an easier, better, more productive, and fun life here, which is what um, our spiritual teacher Three Harold Klemp, the Living Act Master, talks about, tries to help us to understand that we are soul. The more we can deal from this perspective and not get caught up in the, in the drama of life, then we have a better life because we just do. We're just not getting, you know, getting clobbered every time we turn around with stuff because we don't buy into it as being real. These are my words, not his. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, for, you know, it's a great question, and, and it may be both. You know, it may be, because I was asking before of, the more I think about it, that could be both. The more I think about it, um, huh. Wow. Our, our belief of what we believe is out there is what we experience. Because we are co-creators in that experience. So to your question, yeah, it could very well be both flat and spinning. Good very well. Why, why wouldn't it be? If physical reality is an illusion and everything that it is is just our understanding of it and our belief, which is the way it works, right? Sure. Why not? It's just a state of consciousness, right? Yeah, so you just get to believe what you want. And I choose to believe the way I do because I'm, it just is more comfortable for me 
because and my state of consciousness is that there is no time. I'm not spinning around some ball, flailing through space willy-nilly. And I think mine, while it's not the ultimate way, I think it's the preferred way, only because all the forces that I know that are trying to hurt me believe in the heliocentric model. NASA. That's, these are the forces that believe in the heliocentric model. Which started with the Freemasons for 500 years ago. So I believe the flat earth model is a more refined model because it helps us to understand that we are the center of the universe and whatever we believe to be true and know to be true is true for us. That's the way it works, right? Do you get that? That's the way it works. So if we believe in the aging model that's put forth by the medical industrial complex and you know all these people. So pretty much I think it's a it's a fair thing to say that everything that all of the forces out there and you know who they are out there want you to believe it's just the opposite. Right? It's just the opposite. Everything. Germs. Heliocentric model. Terrorism. War. Everything. You got to have a doctor to get well. You have to age. You have to get sick. Your testosterone has to get lower when you get older. I mean, cholesterol... I mean everything. Cholesterol causes heart attacks. It's just always it's just the opposite of what they say, whoever they are. So I won't say that the flat earth model is the only model. No. Your reality is your reality. And it does exist for you. Yeah. So it's a good point. No, it does exist. So then you'd say, well, wait a minute. Well, what if you, what if you, what if you just saw a true and correct picture? This is really interesting, this email. You know, what if you said, Phil, okay, forget all that. What is the truth? How is it? I don't care about that. How is it? How is it? How can I look at it and see how it is? And do you know how is it? How is it? It is what you think it is. And I'm sure about that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, there's got to be something separate from me. Some flat earth thing or somewhere that I could just look at and say, well, that's how it is. 
know when you look at it, you make it what it is. I mean, that's the whole point. I know this is trippy, but that's how it is. Your state of consciousness is how it is. This is your world. This is my world. And it's the only world there is. There is no other reality. Well, wait a minute. I would like to look at that other reality of the heliocentric model and see the sun spinning around and, you know, they'll do the whole NASA thing and, you know. Go ahead. Jump in there. It's fine. Does it exist? For those people. That's their world. There's no the world. There's no, there's no world separate from you. That's what all we talk about here. There is no world separate from you. I can recall, wow, that's so cool. I can recall in 1985, I think I've mentioned this before, I was in San Francisco and I was just closing my eyes. I was leaning against a wall or a fence. I think it was a fence. And I was just starting to really think about these things. And I was just talking to God saying, how is it? What is it? I wanted to know exactly what you asked, Phil. I mean, how is it? What is it? And it's not separate from you. It's not separate from me. However I think it is, is how it is. How is that possible? That's the way it works. We are our own little gods. We are our own little gods, and however we think it is, is how it is. That a trip? However we think it is, is how it is. How can that be? Check it out. You can't look at something and believe it exists and then it exists for you. And everything that that involves. People believed in a germ. They bought into it. Their state of consciousness was a germ involved a germ. And before you knew it, they were getting sick. And then they believed in an injection. That was their reality. And before you knew it, they were taking that. And then everything that involves in your state of consciousness um, keeps coming up. Because it's, it's what's called karma. So you really want to just wrap your duct tape around your head? <laughs> Check this one out. There is nothing that exists outside of you. It doesn't exist. This is the whole point of why we are here to learn what I'm just saying. Not that I'm an expert at it, but I get pretty good at it, and you can too. There's nothing exists outside of yourself. It doesn't exist. Now, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. There's got to be some earth somewhere that I could just look at and see what's real. No, there's not. 
The only earth that exists is the one that you believe exists. It's the only physical reality that exists. If you believe New York exists and you jump in a plane and go there, then it exists. If if you don't believe New York exists, it doesn't exist until you believe it does. Wait a minute, now there's got to be a place called New York. No, as soon as you think it exists, well then it does. How can it be? That's the way it works. We, that's that's what I'm saying is that we are co-creators. In We are co-creators. And whatever we believe to be true and we make an image of it, spirit comes in, fills it up with juice, and there it is. It's got to be that way. If it wasn't that way, there would be something other than an initial cause that could affect us. And it just doesn't happen like that. Do you, I mean, it just doesn't. Which is why I'm so sure that there's absolutely nothing that could come floating around the air. I don't care whether it's chemtrails, care, care, or germs, whatever. 5G. You know, we've talked about this forever, right? Can't affect me. Because I don't, it's not in my reality, baby. Sure, so do we do things? I have the blue shield, of course. Do we do hydrogen, do stuff, and do things to help? Sure, because I'm not a spiritual master, and I'm not a God-realized being, and I, I, I'm on this 24-7, non-stop. But that's our job. That's why we're here, to learn how to do it. Yep. That's what spiritual growth is about. We're all just learning how to do it. And once we learn how to do it, and we really get good at it, and create our own reality 24-7, we can have a pretty happy life, and we do. Pretty good. Nobody can hurt us. Because they don't even exist. Unless we think they do. You watch on this uh, geopolitical thing, there will be uh, states like Texas, and as we talked about, Texas, Florida, Oklahoma, whatever, just kind of go you know, along the wayside. Maybe they'll secede from the Union officially, maybe not, maybe they will 10 years from now, who knows? I don't even think it's even necessary. <laughs> just tell them you don't want to play anymore. What are they going to do? You got enough people in state governments You know, you get enough people that just don't want to play, governors, people, we're done. And we just go on our own way and it might take 10, 20 years, but then after a while, the state of consciousness of Texas and Florida will just be, Washington doesn't even exist. Say, Washington, where's that? And it can get like that. And they don't exist till you believe they do. And then they do. It's so cool, so simple, 
But it's the big one because we were never taught this stuff. And that's why you have me. And other people that talk about this stuff, I'm not the only one. That's the only reason I can think that I've learned. I see it. What else? Well, I mean, if I wouldn't share it, then that wouldn't be any fun. <laughs> I just learn this stuff and say, okay. I mean, what would that be about, you know? Uh, hi, Patrick. I listened to the clip showing, oh, on one radio network, it was a 1984 interview with KGB Defector. Yeah, we. I, it was pretty interesting. When I finished, I thought, yeah, yeah. Russia had bad intentions for us, but with today's mess going on in Ukraine, I think Russia is in the right and the NATO countries are just out for war, but I agree with Paul Craig Roberts that Russia has been too timid in their approach, so I don't know what to think about Russia intent for the US. Yeah, this KGB guy was pretty interesting, and you never know why this guy was out there in 1984, but if you listen to him carefully, he was really talking about communism and Marxism, what is going on today. So I think he was giving a heads up for, in his own way, for what he felt like was what was going to be happening in this country, which is played out, right? I mean, these commie, this is all what these globalists are about. They're communists. They're globalists. They're Marxists. They're Leninists. Um, but this is not what Russia is about. I don't see that at all with Putin. Um, so maybe that what this this KGB guy in '84, I think he was painting a picture of a picture of whoever is in in the leadership back then. I don't know who it was. Was it Yeltsin or who knows? He was a drunk. But so, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, but Putin. Doesn't it doesn't feel like Putin is about this his whole state of consciousness at all? It just isn't. I mean, he isn't. He doesn't talk about any of this globalist. You know, we got to take care of everybody and, and this whole woke stuff that's going on in our country. So we're much more communist than Russia is. <laughs> totally. I mean, we are much more commie than than Russia is. I, you know, he feels like a good guy to me. Um, you know, he just wasn't having it, you know, with NATO <laughs> putting rockets on his border. He just wasn't going to do it. And I think this is what he's doing. And he's cleaning up Ukraine. And boy, if you really look at, you've heard our show we did with Bentley, right, who lives in Ukraine. These uh, real Nazis have been infiltrating Ukraine for years because they want to go in and get Russia, just like the um, Hitler did in the Second World War. Killed 20 million Russians. And these Nazis, 
are been infiltrating this country for a long time, and these are the people that are in California, California, and all the all these red states. They're Nazis. They're, they're communists. They're socialists. They're globalists, and they they think that socialism is the way to go, and we should just you know everybody's equal, and you know capitalism isn't good, and blah blah. This is their whole MO, and this is what they want to turn this country into. So they're going to turn a portion of the United States into communist, socialist, Green New Deal, the whole trip. They're going to do it, and they'll take whatever states they can get with them, and there'll be plenty. All the red states, all the blue states and the red states will just go on their own. This is what's going on. You can see it happening. And these people are so programmed, so into communism, that um, they believe it. This is their reality, and they're not going to change. Just like we were just talking about. This is their reality. They're not going to change. No way. I don't know if you've heard uh, Klaus Schwab talk about spirituality. You know, he, these people are really evil. Their whole reality is is that we're not spiritual beings at all. We've got no power. We've got nothing. We're just blobs, and that's why we got to take care of you. Oh yeah. Uh, I've seen some videos of his second in command with Klaus Schwab, and that's what they talk about. This is a spiritual uh, thing. They want to keep souls here. They don't want them knowing that they're spiritual beings, that they have power. We'll just take care of you. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do, you don't know don't go within. You don't have to do nothing. We're just going to, we're going to just take care of your mortgage, take care of this, and you're going to be good. And, you know, a lot of people are going to do it. Not me. Not do it. Oh, this is from Lynn, who takes our notes. Hi there. I think spiritual growth is about listening to the clip from the Council on Inclusive Capitalism that you played and feeling inward revulsion to what they are planning. That's right. Knowing they are up to no good despite the silly tone promises. That's exactly right. You're doing so good, Lynn. God love you. You know. You can watch. You can listen to that thing. You know that they're just evil. You know that they just want to control you. I mean, that's why I played the thing. That's spiritual growth. You are, you are looking at something objectively. You're very evolved, Miss Lynn, and just stay there and keep going. That's right. Because you can see it. You know it. And, you know, there's millions of people that watch that and just know that these people are just lunatics. They're in crazy land. Do you think, do you believe them? You don't even have to look at their name, the Rothschilds, the Rockefeller Foundation, the UN, and all these people. 
You don't have to look at their names, Rothschilds, and the bank presidents, and you know they're lying to you. It's just like a weird movie, like, oh, come to us, and we're going to take care of you, and there's, oh, yeah, there's too much pollution, and oh, yeah, and we have to, we have to, you know, we have to give more money to the people down there. Yeah. And millions of people will watch that video and say, oh, yeah, I know, yeah, we have to share. These people are communists. We've got to share everything. Yeah, just share it with everybody. Just share it. You have to work for it. Just share. And that's what they're saying. They're in the top 1%, these people. I would, yeah, we, we need to share. You, you heard that thing, right? I think, I'm gonna put, I think I did put it on the front page. Did I put it? I think I will. Let me look. I put so many things up there. I think I'll post it on the front page so you all can share it with people. Speaking of sharing. No, I haven't, but I will. Then you can share it. And that's the difference between being awake and being pro programmed, being woke. That's the difference. Perfect. Just look at it, you know. Is it the truth or not? If you know it's not the truth, then you're awake. I agree with what much of what Russell Bentley said, but I don't agree with communism. I was disappointed to hear him say he was a communist. Well, I think what his definition of a communist is a lot different. Or maybe not. But he's certainly not. You know. So, yeah, I can't speak for him. You'd have to... Yeah, people say a lot of things about what they are and what they aren't. And Okay, kids, well, that's about it. We've gotten to just quite enough uh, non-turmoil today. How is it? It's how you think it is. It's a good title for the show. I will see you. We're going to have uh, some cool people on next week. Uh, we found a fellow who's really, um, hmm. On to something with taking water out of the air. Her name is, his name is Moses West. And I believe he's going to come on Tuesday. Man, and he's got, he's got a thing I saw, and we'll play a video of him. Where you've got this machine and it just dumps water out of the just, just like a faucet and it's all from the air you know those of us who are awake we're going to have so many options as, be, as these people start you know cutting off the water supply and all that stuff which they're doing you know with their weather modification so he's going to be here Tuesday Ray Pete and Dr. Richard Massey on Wednesday, on Monday. Brandon Smith on 
Tuesday, Brandon is going to um, talk about this video of this console for, what do they call them? You know, the one we were just talking about. Inclusive capitalism. Don't you love it? You can't even make that stuff up, right? A console on inclusive capitalism. Yeah, it took a lot of scotch or coffee to come up with that name. Just trying to convince you that what they want to do is just the opposite. Which is just, you know, standard operating procedure for planet Earth, right? Just the opposite. Now, Matthew Eric's going to be here. We're going to talk about um, China, Russia, and get his uh, ideas on what it's all about, Alfie, in the world of China and Russia. So we've got quite a jam-packed week. What, one, two, three, four, five shows next week. So thanks for your support. Uh, please do support us if you if you have the bucks. Uh, to buy some of our products that we promote. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Just go on our website. A lot of cool things. I think we have some of the best um, uh, selection of things ever. And uh, right on the front page or in our store on oneradionetwork.com. Yeah, we'll put that Council for Inclusive inclusive Capitalism on our front page after here. So you can, and I'll, I'll put a link to underneath it uh, so you can share it as well. Because you can't share a lot of the ones that we do. Well, no, you, the YouTube ones you can, right? Yeah, just click on it. It'll take you to the link if it's YouTube. The only ones you can't share are BitChute and the other ones. Okay. We're doing good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about anything. Have fun. Eat good food. Take care of your family. Plant a garden or not. Get a cow. (laughs) Instead of planting a garden, get a cow the way we're going. I love you all very much. Thank you. We'll see you. Take care of yourself. May the blessings be. From the Hill Country in Texas. This is OneRadioNetwork.com.